Welcome to Connect Canyons, a podcast sponsored by Canyon School District. This is a show about what we teach, how we teach, and why. We get up close and personal with some of the people who make our schools great. Students, teachers, principals, parents, and more. We meet national experts too. Learning is about making connections. So connect with us. Here at the Canyon School District, we believe in Thrive Time, ensuring our students have the skills for success inside and out of the classroom. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, bullying is the highest in middle schools, where 28% of students report being bullied, 16% in high schools, and 9% in primary schools. October is National Bullying Prevention Month, and we want to keep our schools safe and inclusive places for our students to learn. Joining me now is Christine Astell, school counselor at Alta High School. Thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. This is a very important topic, obviously. It is. And we're, you know, we're glad that uh, we're recognizing it this month, but it's something we need to recognize every day of the year, right? Absolutely. So let's, let's start at the beginning. Let's outline what bullying means because there there is a difference between simply being mean or rude right and actually being bullied right in fact we have signs throughout and i think all of the schools have these i work in a few other schools in the evenings and i see them but they're they're literally the definition because i think a lot of students use that word and adults use that word loosely and it's important that they understand the difference is it rude Is it mean or is it bullying? And rude is when we say, you know, someone is inadvertently saying or doing something that hurts someone else. Mean is purposefully doing or saying something to hurt someone once or maybe twice. But bullying is intentionally aggressive behavior repeated over time that involves an imbalance of power. So that's kind of the differences between those three things. And obviously they bleed into one another. And obviously we don't want any of those behaviors to be happening in our schools. Right. Um, but it's good for students and parents and, and teachers, for that matter, to know the difference and when it's rising to the standards and the definition of bullying. It's it's good to know the differences so that if and when it becomes a big enough issue that it needs to be reported, then right. we have that baseline. Right. Cyberbullying mm-hmm. is also becoming a big problem. Mm-hmm. It's the highest in middle schools, followed by high schools. Let's talk about what cyberbullying can look like, and it's becoming a bigger problem over the years. Yes, it is. It's, it's huge, actually. And I think the reason it's become larger is, A, we have obviously more access to electronics. And I should mention... Cyberbullying is the use of electronic communication to bully a person, typically by sending messages of an intimidating or threatening nature. And I think, as I was saying, it's it's one, we have access to it at any time. We have a phone with us in the car, in the classroom, in the hall. But I also think it's the anonymity that makes it easier to do the bullying. Sure. Um, you know, you can send a, a lot of times an anonymous message um, it's easier to be mean when the person isn't standing in front of you. Hopefully, it pulls on our heartstrings if we're actually looking at the quote-unquote victim's face versus right. they're across town or even in another state or even in another country or, you know, whatever the situation may be. So I think that's why cyberbullying has become the 
huge problem. And we see it everywhere, you know, everywhere. obviously not just schools. Right. It's on, it's on Facebook. Yes. It's on any kind of yes. social the media news, platform. All the things. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think we as adults can set examples mm -hmm. for our children and, and show what's, what's right and wrong and what's, you know, right. What's bullying and what's not. Uh, and I agree, you know, like you said, technology is at our fingertips. I right. mean, our kiddos are learning on Chromebooks these mm -hmm. days, and the district has restrictions in place to help to ensure their safety and their comfort, but kids are going to find a way, right? Uh, and I was thinking that when I was first asked to talk to this top topic, but just yesterday, a young lady came to my office sobbing. She wasn't actually my student, but her counselor was busy, so of course I took her to my office, and after she gathered herself and could speak, she was talking about um, being bullied, and it was definite. It's been going on since sixth grade. Oh, wow. um, and without going into the details, the cyber piece. So it's both. She experienced both. She has kids saying things, and it had just happened in her classroom. So she asked her teacher if she could come see me. So she was speaking to that, but then she talked about how some friends that go to different schools who maybe went to middle school with her. She. Talked about how she was getting some some mean, awful bullying text messages. So of course my first question is, well, did you block them or how did you handle it? And she blocks them, but then they went to the lengths to text her from other phones. Mm. So just random phone numbers where the, right. the young lady couldn't track it back. So it's it's uh, phones have become weapons in yeah. that respect. How can she begin to block every number that comes through? Sure. And her parents are trying. Yeah. It's 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 tragic. And that was honestly yesterday in wow. my office. Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Technology can be turned into a weapon, but it can also mm -hmm. be turned into a tool Absolutely. for good. Mm -hmm. Along with the restrictions and things that the district has in place, we mm -hmm. also have our family center, our wellness services. Safe UT. Yes, Safe UT. These wonderful... Uh, tools that we can use to help one another mm -hmm. in that aspect. Yes, and they're great. We use SafeUT is a fantastic app um, for, and it's used for lots of things, but on this topic, we get a lot of tips about bullying, actually. And we suggest, we just had our PCCRs, which plan for college and career readiness meetings with our seniors. We do them with everybody in the school, but we just finished our seniors, and we every time we have a a slide about SafeUT and remind them if they see something, say something. If they So yes, it can be used absolutely for reporting and it's anonymous and that's probably for a whole other conversation, <laughs> a no. whole other podcast. <laughs> could we could, be. yes. Yeah. But, um, you know, for anyone can report anything. Yeah. Parents can report. Um, teachers, students who don't want to be their names to be linked at all. And right. I've, I've known it. it's used in a lot of ways. The victim themselves, or even the bullies. I've, I've are friends of the bullies. I've seen after the story has come out and we were trying to kind of come full circle and come to the root of the issue, eventually mm -hmm. we'll find out they were maybe the ones who reported it themselves or a friend of the bully, I should yeah. say. So it's yeah. it's used for a lot of things that are very, very, very good. It's a wonderful tool, yeah. uh, Safe UT in particular, mm -hmm. and it's free to download. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, Just you can be anonymous. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a great asset. And it's a 24-hour chat. So if right. you are if you are the victim, I guess that's the appropriate word, you can access someone twenty four seven and chat with them and get help yeah. for any anything. And again, we have our you know your 
at Alta High School. We right. have counselors in every single school. We have our wellness center. Right. So there, there are places people can go regardless of how they're tied to the situation, whether right. they're the one experiencing bullying or just seeing it happen themselves. Right. I mean, they can walk into the counseling center and say, I just saw this happen. They can yeah. go to their administration. Um, if they need help with it, if they're the ones, if they're the, like my student yesterday, uh, they can come to me, they can go to our, we have two social work, well, our school, but every school has social workers, school psychologists, a, a police officer. You know, we mm-hmm. have a lot of things in place. The problem or the challenge becomes what I hear a lot of the students say is I don't want to be a quote unquote snitch right. or I don't want to get them in trouble. The young lady yesterday kept saying, I don't know if I want to tell you the name because I don't want to get them in trouble. And you have to reverse that and say, you're not getting them in trouble. You're helping them because they're going to get in more trouble if they continue. Right. I mean, it could turn into something else. Um, and this one was a, sim- a, a, a little easier to handle because I just, I just called the young man out of class too. And we had to talk all three of us together. And it was great because she had a voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there to, to kind of mediate yeah. and to keep it on track. Um, and she felt better. He felt better. He was sorry. He thought, you know, it, and I won't go and get into the weeds on that. But thank goodness she came to us. But there's, it, it could be a teacher. Um, yeah. It could be a parent. It can be, you know, anyone at the given time that they think that is someone that can help. But the schools are certainly staffed for this specific and we want to foster that that feeling of trust Absolutely. and safety. Mm-hmm. I think, like you said, maybe they're not used to coming to their school counselor right. or the social workers, but maybe they have a favorite teacher Absolutely. that they're yes. close to. Yeah. Anything to get the ball right. rolling. And at Alta, we have something somewhat unique um, that we've had for, uh, gosh, I don't know, 10 years or so. It's called advisory, and because they see their teacher every other day for 90 minutes. But with advisory, it's 30 minutes every single day with the same teacher all four years. Same group of kids, same teacher all four years. And the point is to have kind of a small community inside the 2300 student community of Alta. So it's a great time for a teacher to look for the signs and to Mm -hmm. the teacher to build relationships with them every single day. Elementary, that's built in. Yeah. Um, a little more, and it just starts to get harder and harder as you as they progress through secondary education. So um, advisory does help a lot with that. Uh, we often have the teachers, the advisory teacher, come to us first and say, I'm seeing sure. this. Because when you're teaching math or science or English, it becomes tricky, more tricky. They still are yeah. fantastic and still see signs and bring things to us or see issues. But advisory is great for that, too. Yeah. It's like a family. Yeah. And I do want to circle back uh to those signs and things, but uh, one of the biggest groups who are on the receiving end of bullying the most are students who are members of the LGBTQ plus community. Talk to uh, inclusivity and mm-hmm. empathy and mm-hmm. why that's such a big step in yeah. preventing bullying. Oh, it's so huge. And, and that has gotten, it seems to have in the last two or three years, in fact, maybe five, gotten a little bit more intense, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so counselors have really noticed the uptick in, in issues in this area and, and just in general. And so we, you know, it starts to feel like a losing battle. What can we do? We feel helpless mm-hmm. at times. So we have to control what we can. Yeah. And we focus on the things that we think might help. So a few years ago, we put together... Um, 
a, a lesson on empathy. And we went to every single advisory class. That's oftentimes what the advisory class is used for. It's 35 minutes. And we did a lesson on empathy and explaining to students how important it is and how much we would appreciate it if others do it for us of putting yourself yeah. in someone else's shoes and what it might feel like to be on the other side of the bullying or the just mistreatment or anything for that matter. It goes in general, yeah. even even for the adults in the building, mm -hmm. to stop and think, well, what's it like to be that person? What would I feel like in that situation? And I, I, I the counselors and myself in general, I've tried to think about this in just in life always now, but once we started that lesson, we really felt the difference in the kids um, in that moment. And it's something that we try to emphasize because we, you know, once everyone really, we're, humans are the same when it comes to emotions. Um, other things get in the way of how we express those things and how we handle sure. our emotions. But so to get on that level, that playing field, we showed a, a video and it was just silent in the room after. And wow. I could talk about that another time, but it was, it was, it was very impactful. The problem is then you go along and go about your day and people forget. And there's a lot of things that go into why people bully, of course, mm -hmm. that need to be addressed. But if we can stop and take a beat and a breath and think, okay, how is this person, how would I feel? Yeah. And so that's how the Alta's counseling team has addressed it. And I think that's how everyone should be addressing everything yeah. <laughs> for that matter. But it was it was good. And our LGBTQ kids, you know, we have a fantastic club at Alta that, um, you know, is a safe place and a safe haven for those kids. And it's very important. And we do have a fantastic leader of that group. And kids feel um, safe, yeah. we hope. That's yeah. our goal, and obviously for the counselors too. But well, and we all come from such different backgrounds, you know. Regardless right. of whether it's race, whether it's gender, whether mm -hmm. it's your belief system, or simply where you grew up, right? You know, and it's it's important to take a step back and say, hey, not everyone is on the same path I am, or had the same experience that I have had. And we've all we all have a story, yeah, and we all have something we're fighting in yeah. our own heads and it may not look like it, but everyone has something that they're, they're have they're, they're struggling with yeah. all the time. Absolutely. And, and everyone has also been the recipient or been the person that feels different. Mm -hmm. Everyone at some point in their life, being the new kid in the class, making a move to another state school, um, not being the same, like you were saying, color, religion, whatever, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, every single human has felt that before. We just need to tap into that and remember what that has felt like to us Absolutely. or been treated differently because of somewhere where we're from and, and remember that moment. And, and, and hopefully we hope we don't want other people to feel the same way we did in that time. Yeah. And that's empathy. Yeah. And, you know, bullying has more consequences than just potentially hurting someone's feelings right. or, you know, even hurting them physically. And those are bad enough, mm -hmm. but it can also have lasting emotional harm. It can impact their schoolwork. Maybe they don't want to come to school anymore because that's where they're experiencing these feelings. Maybe they're, they're losing sleep and they're, they could become depressed or anxious Yes, mm -hmm. in people. Mm -hmm. Talk to that, that emotional and psychological impact. 
that's why you're doing this podcast is we're trying to do something to fix that. But it, may, yeah. it makes sense in that if we really dig deep, that person is feeling like they don't belong. They're feeling probably the biggest emotion at that point. If they get to the point of retaliation, especially it would be anger. But anger is really just a cover. Anger yeah. is not. It, anger is a cover for the other things. It's like an iceberg. Um, yeah. And anger is easier for people to feel than sadness. So we choose anger. In, not consciously necessarily. But yeah. if you have a big iceberg and you picture anger as the thing you can see, it's shame. It's... It's regret, it's embarrassed, it's sad, it's all of the other emotions underneath the water. And so that's, what's the, that's what makes us all so tricky. And that's what makes yeah. human beings tricky is we see them, but, and, and oftentimes they, act, they put off a, a strong, they're fine, or they laugh off the bullying, or mm-hmm. they laugh off being mistreated because to save face. And then underneath it's just growing bigger the more they do that yeah and so we have to make it okay for people to say this isn't feel good this isn't okay i feel crappy i feel sad i feel ashamed i feel guilty i feel you know ostracized whatever it is and that's the part that i think we need to start working on is make it okay to not be okay yeah because it festers if it's hidden under the water get it to get the emotions that they're really feeling onto the top and i think that's why eventually and deep depression can set in and all of these things that you mentioned a second ago because it's hidden. Yeah. Um, and that's where other people, I think the big key is for if you see something, say something. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see someone being mistreated, tell somebody tell yeah. and stand up for that yeah. young person. And I do see a lot of that. I have to say, I see a lot of students standing up for other students. And I see a lot of if students reaching out to students who are, eating alone or um, in class alone. And I kind of get the goosebumps and almost even took up. And that sounds so cheesy. But when I think about those kids that I have seen over the years, I mean, I've been a counselor for 20 years. So I've seen a lot of really fantastic things. We just need more of that. We do have so many good students at Alta and in the district. Um, It's just that those few. So we just ask for more of that. Those kids who are supporting others to keep doing it and, and don't think, am I over, am I over doing this? Am I, yeah. do I, this is, I'm making this a bigger deal, but if your gut says that's wrong, it probably is. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt to say something. It right. doesn't hurt to report it on safe UT and no one will ever even know. Or talk to your, your counselor or All your, your the teacher. All that we or, mentioned yeah, earlier. Yeah. Right. Let's lean into that a little bit. Uh, one of the things we're highlighting at the district this month is we're calling it the three R's mm-hmm. and recognizing responding and respecting when it comes to bullying. So how can students help other students if they, you know, there's see something, say something, but it goes deeper than that. Yeah. Preventative. You know, Mm -hmm. if you, before it gets to someone being mistreated, notice that kid sitting alone. Notice that kid who looks sad and just say, hey, are you okay? Or just be more inclusive if someone looks like they don't have a group in class you know make sure they join your group without hesitation just think about how you would feel if you were the one exactly back to empathy and and preventative in nature instead of recognizing oh no they're being mistreated try to try to get there before it gets to that point with someone and when it does get to that point 
responding to that mistreatment? What would your Standing up for them in that moment. You Mm -hmm. know, if they're bold enough, some of us don't have that strength, but if courage, it takes a lot of courage to say, hey, that wasn't okay what I just saw. Yeah. To the bully or to the person that's doing the mistreating, that's not okay. Um, Either that or once it's kind of calmed down, you can take that that other person aside and say, are you okay? You know, make sure they know someone's on their side. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's they need to be someone's hero. It was another lesson plan that we did in bullying. Be someone's hero. Be that person that and that depends on the situation what that looks like, of course. Sure. But I think getting the message to that person that they have someone on their side even though that other human wasn't acting yeah. kindly. And like you mentioned it all circles back to respecting one another yes. and being inclusive and yeah. having empathy and remembering when you've been in a in a similar situation or thinking about how you might feel we're we're the shoe on the other foot as it were how can parents get involved we hear a lot about parents who you know maybe they're uh it's their turn for carpool and you know they have a bunch of kiddos in their car and the and the kids are talking and they're they're hearing stories about bullying secondhand whether those students were involved or just heard about it themselves mm-hmm. too. What advice would you have for parents on how to respond to those situations and how to help ensure their kids are on the right path? Right. Well, if it were me, and it depends on the parent, but ask ask questions. You know, yeah. tell me more about that. What did you see? What was the reaction of the students when it was happening? And it kind of depends on the kids. It depends on the parents' personality and sure. what they're comfortable with and the relationship. So. You know, digging more is great, but it goes back. I would say my suggestion would be just like we do to tell the kids. You can call the school. Yeah. You can email the counselor. You can email the teacher. You can email. They they have access to Safe UT as well. In fact, we get a lot of tips from parents. You and they'll yeah. say, my son, friend, mm-hmm. is experiencing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they add their name. Sometimes they don't. But it's a great communication device because it, because it's twenty four seven. But we get, or you can go into the school. Yeah. You know, it just depends on how inte- how extreme the situation is. If it's urgent, you can call the police. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, um, so there's all kinds of different things. But if it's, you know, a safe UT is a great thing because it does go to the school, but it also goes to law enforcement if needs be. Right, so, right. Yeah. Let's also touch on uh, the signs that parents can watch for mm-hmm. and that goes both ways, whether their child is experiencing bullying or maybe they're concerned about the actions their child might mm-hmm. be taking against someone else. Mm-hmm. What, what should parents watch for in their kids? So anytime you see extreme changes in, a, in, a, in your child, it, it can mean a lot of things, but that's the first sign. It's yeah. a big change in friends, appearance, hygiene, eating habits, sleeping habits, either more or less, Uh, more time on their, more time isolating themselves. And that can look that way if you're the bully or the bullied, really. All of those things. And I I hadn't even thought of this until you just mentioned that, that oftentimes the parents of the, of the student doing the bullying have more of a struggle. Sure. Because they're feeling empathetic (laughs) for the other child. But I mean, as I say that, there are all kinds of different scenarios that just played out in my head. 
um, because oftentimes the bully is also being bullied by someone else. Sure. And it can be a family member. Um, but any any time a human has extreme changes and all that, that's the time to look for something. It, and so oftentimes it can be that they're being mistreated or they are doing the mistreating. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes the bully is feeling maybe feelings of depression or sadness as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they're lashing out at other kids. So it's just good to not assume anything yeah. ever. It's and if hard. something feels off, it probably is. And yeah. you just need to communicate with your child if you can. And yeah. hopefully a relationship is already there, you know, so that you can. But Or teachers, too, right. can bring that to us. I, I mean, I would imagine it's hard for any parent, regardless if their child is the one is instigating mm-hmm. or, you know, the one experiencing bullying. You want to think... Oh, that wouldn't happen to my child. Right. You know, you, you want. My kid wouldn't do that. Right, yeah, right. We hear that a lot. <laughs> and I mean, we want to see the best in one another, especially mm-hmm. a parent in their child. You want to see them grow right. and become the best that they can be. And I, I imagine it's it's difficult to have to take that step back. And it's it goes back to that empathy and inclusion and that feeling of. What was this like for me when I was in school? Right. Oh, so important. Yeah. Even though there are things that are different now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we can't always go to the, well, when I was your age, <laughs> I did it this way. There are a lot of things that are still the same because sure. human beings and human emotion has not changed. It's the obviously technology that is yeah. changed. And we need to understand that as the older people mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and say, yes, but you're right. I don't understand what it's like to be cyberbullied. I never experienced that when I was 13. Explain it to me, please. Yes. You and, know. Oh, try people, especially students, because they feel like they're never heard. They, humans just want to be heard. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. that's all it takes. Just showing them that you care. Yes. Just listening yeah. to your student, yeah. just listening to your child is quite underrated yeah. the impact that that can have you were mentioning how uh you've seen some incredible students mm-hmm. step up in a moment of need or see somebody sitting alone at the lunch table and say hey why don't you come join us and praising those moments right and telling you know as a as a teacher as a parent telling that student or child you know i'm really proud of you for yes. doing that oh. Positive reinforcement. Yes. Best way to get anyone to continue with behavior, period. Yeah. Recognizing those bright moments. Absolutely. Yeah. Christine, I want to thank you for sitting down with us. It's it's a topic, again, we wish we didn't have to discuss, but uh, I think you've shared some great reminders of how we all need to take a step back and pause and think before we speak and act and remember to be empathetic and inclusive and, you know, recognizing the signs, how to respond to those signs. I think you've, you've given us some great advice. Thank you very much. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And thank you for listening to Connect Canyons. If there's a topic you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast, send us an email to communications at canyonsdistrict.org. Thanks for listening to this episode of Connect Canyons. Connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Canyons District, or on our website, canyonsdistrict.org.